You're listening to The Practical Vegan Mom. That's me, Jessica Jarmer. Today, I have a number one best-selling author with me joining me on my podcast. His name is G. Brian Benson, and you can look him up on YouTube. You can see his books on Amazon. He is an all-over very impressive man. I, I've been uh, studying his stuff for the last few weeks, and I really wanted him to join me on this podcast, and I'm so excited that he's here. Brian, are you there? Yeah, good morning. <laughs> good morning. How are you? Thank you. How are you? Actually, in New Jersey, it's the afternoon right now. Oh, you know what? I, I, I realized that as soon as I said it. I was like, ah, well, okay. I'll just I love it. it. That's fine, though. I mean, I'm just... I, I, can you just, just for... Just for my my own sake and entertainment, what is the temperature where you are right now in California? Okay, give me one second. I'm going to look at my phone right now. And it, actually, I went for a nice walk earlier. Um, oh, did you? Okay, good, well, good, you know, good. It, it's not <laughs> as warm as you think. Right now it's 55, but it's, oh, it's supposed yeah. to be a high of 60. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> but in a couple I, of days, it's supposed to be 71. So. Oh, gosh, the sympathy I feel for you. Um, yeah, well, you low of, yes, yeah. We are currently in, enduring a cold snap right now and it is nine degrees uh, well uh, i know that sucks. Just, i mean i lived that, in the Midwest for one year and i totally know what that's like it's, it's <laughs> no fun at all could you feel cat well see i i would go bananas because i need to move and i need to kind of mm-hmm. i would feel totally trapped right well i i've been down this path before and i am fine as long as i have all of my cooking supplies in the house i just keep myself busy cooking and cooking and cooking so that's uh, what that's what i i tend to do on a day like today i just cook uh, warm nourishing foods so that you know when people emerge from their you know their blankets they they have something to eat and it keeps me kind of on my feet but uh, let's talk about good. you i would love to know <laughs> what got you onto this road that you're on this journey that you've been on for self-awareness and just bettering yourself and balancing yourself if you could just give us a quick synopsis of like the last few years of your life that's just led you to where you are now well okay basically i mean i feel like i've lived many lifetimes which i had mentioned to you earlier and Ten years ago, I left my family business really kind of into the unknown. We had a golf center in Salem, Oregon. That was a, I saw a, that. Yeah, a driving range and a retail store and a nine-hole par three course. And I kind of grew up working there, and I ended up running it for 11 years. And I just I felt like I was just kind of – I felt like I'd done all that I could do there and felt like I had really kind of um, – stop growing. And Uh, yeah, I also kind of felt like I had this gift inside of me that wanted to come out, although I had no idea what it was and how to release it. So I ended up just, I I told my dad, you know, it's time for me to go. And he was very receptive. I mean, I would have done it either way, but he was very- I read that in your book. That's that's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. You know, and so it, but it it would, uh, and it ended up taking me a year to actually leave because we decided to sell it. And that last year was kind of a blessing in disguise because I was going through a really tough time. I had uh, a knee, a staph infection in my knee, which I ended up having that surgery for, which would stunk. Mm -hmm. And I was just ready to start my new life. And so I just was out of balance. And so I sat down one day and just felt like I should write out a handful of things that would help keep me in balance during this period of kind of, um, you know, just not really know what was going to happen. And, and it helped me those five, those, that original five uh, things that I wrote down really helped me. I think I'll, I'll share my list briefly. One was make sure I was drinking enough water. Mm-hmm. Two was make uh, sure that I was getting enough sleep. 
Three was make sure that I was allowing myself some exercise every day. And, and that was kind of on a hold a little bit because of the knee thing. Right. And number four was make sure that I allowed myself to have some quiet time every day. Oh. Yeah. And five was make sure that I was allowing myself to be creative. And at that time I had not, you know, done any writing or anything creative really. But so for me, then it meant playing my guitar a little bit. And, um, and so it really helped me so much so that my intuition was screaming, expand the list and write a book. And I had never really written anything before, but I I just kind of honored that. And it kind of poured through me the last, uh, bit uh last couple months while i was at the job and so i ended up self-publishing it and it's called my first book is called brian's list 26 mm-hmm. and a half <laughs> i ideas. saw that yes yeah, and a half i love the half yeah yeah and and so that really just kind of it didn't sell a lot because i was too shy to do it and i didn't really know how to market it and, but it was it gave me direction once i left and once I kind of started stepping out of my comfort zone, I knew that I would need to be able to share it. Um, I forced myself to overcome my fear of public speaking by doing right. community college speech classes and Toastmasters and creating a workshop and hiring someone to be a co-host with me on an internet radio show, et cetera, et cetera. And that has just kind of put me on this crazy path and which has led to kind of where I'm at today. I, I really had no idea any of that was inside of me. And, uh, and, uh, you know, it still continues to evolve, but, you know, to get back to your kind of original question, uh, I know I've been talking a lot. Oh, I love yeah. it. Go ahead. But, but the balance is no, I don't think it's any coincidence that the very first, um, book that I wrote was on a whole bunch of different ways to stay in life balance, because for me, it's really kind of been my rock going forward and, and having, you know, the, the knowledge and self-awareness of what keeps me in balance and what throws me out of balance has really helped me flow through, um, you know, those times that are difficult that we all go through. Right. Right. Yeah. We all have a lot of challenges in life and Mm -hmm. facing them um, with a clear mind is probably, yeah, it's the most important. I I would share this with you. I recently, um, well, within the last year or so I lost my mother and um, Oh, thank you. But it really took a clear head to get through that, Um, you know, and it was, was, I did not focus on myself for the longest time and I felt the effects and I had to recenter. And, uh, you know, there's a, you know, there's that old adage of being on an airplane when um, the airplane's going down and the oxygen drops, you have to put it on yourself first. Mm Mm-hmm before you uh, can take care of anybody else. And I found that getting myself back in balance. So I, I look forward to the 26 and a half <laughs> that I'm going to read. I, I looked through your Habits for Success, your other book, and um, I, I'm, I really think I need to read your first book too. Well, thank you. You know, it, it balance is kind of one of those unsung heroes because it – I mean, it's balance in an internet of itself is a moving target. So it's going to be a little bit different for us every day, kind of depending on what we're going through and, you know, what's happening, et cetera, et cetera. But it, it, if we can kind of just um, get a handle on it and just, you know, help raise our own self, self-awareness in that department, it allows us to live a lot more proactive life rather than a reactive life. And, and I've also found for me, I mean, there's many reasons why it's so important, but the, the, like I think the most important reason for me is when I'm in balance in doing the things I need to do to take care of myself, 
my intuition comes through so much stronger. Yes. And that's yes. kind of been my, 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 my guide, you know, to, to, you know, put me on this path that I'm on. And I really feel if, you know, intuition is so important. If people could really learn how to trust it and follow it, they would be amazed at what, you know, it's kind of almost like, you know, your higher power, God, universe, whatever you want to call it, it's yeah. like their game plan. And, and it's, um, it's perfect. You know, it, it's, it's the, yeah, it's the, it's that way of, that's your, your soul, your spiritual side, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, connecting with you and giving you cues. And a lot exactly. of times we don't listen to it. We just, you know, and it comes down to, you know, good or bad feelings and everything, you know, is grouped into either good or bad, whether it's um, you're happy or about, you know, you're elated about something, whatever, if you're happy or like you're jealous or you're whatever that will fall into sad. And when we listen to our intuition, which is very hard to do in this noisy world, um, it helps guide us back to the right path. Yeah. You're completely, you're, you're, you know, and talking to someone who has tapped into that and is utilizing it in their life is, is, uh, an amazing gift to me that I have you on the other end of this podcast. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Can I ask you about, um, we, we know water is essential. We know mm-hmm. sleep is essential. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to let you know that, um, uh, it's probably been 18 years <laughs> since I've had a full night's sleep, you know, uh, with children, but that's okay. I'm going to, one day I'm going to sleep through the night. Um, let's get on to your exercise portion. Yeah. If that's all right. Oh, sorry. Um, let's get on to the exercise portion of your life. Oh, hold on. Yeah. Um, you are my, sorry, my phone rang in the background. I've silenced all other phones. Just forgot that that house phone actually rings. Um, always do that at the most inopportune times. Yes, there we go. It's, you know, such is life. This is the practical vegan mom show you're on. That's practical. That's life. The phone rings. <laughs> I'm surprised my kids aren't here because the day they have the day off. So I, eventually one of them will show up in the background, start, you know, quietly opening food. Where's lunch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, this is, this is one of the joys of, you know, being, being a parent. Okay. So uh, back to the exercise portion. I want to move on to that. Tell me about um, how you incorporated that into your life and what role nutrition played into, um, if I can share with everybody, into getting you to be the triathlete that you are now. Thank you. Well, you triathlete that I was. I, I, yeah, I, I'm still, you know, still exercising stuff, but that, that was something that I did for, ooh, let's see, off and on for almost 20 years. But I, I started when I was in college. I had a knee injury mm-hmm. and playing mud football, and I and I had to go through surgery, et cetera. And I, and I had a couple of buddies who told me about the, a short triathlon they did. And that kind of piqued my interest. And this was when triathlon was still pretty new. And I just made set a, set a goal to do a short race, a short tri. And um, <laughs> after short I got triathlon, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, there's like basically four different distances. You got your sprint ones, um, then you have your Olympic distance, and then half Ironman, and then Ironman. And uh, yeah, and so I ended up doing a, a sprint one after I got my my leg healed and my body in shape, and it just mm-hmm. changed my world. It really woke me up and made me feel alive, and it was a lot of fun, and it gave me. Um, a lot of confidence. So I just got hooked and I ended up doing four more that summer and then 10 the next summer. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, the, third, the third year in 1989, I did, I think another five or six, but I also did my first Ironman race. And Oh my and, gosh. So it was just really, it became a lifestyle. 
terms yeah, of- and I mean, I don't even think we need to say that you were. You are. You have achieved those goals, so you are that right. person. Thank you. So yeah, so we could speak at it. You know, I mean, I'm not. I'm not that kind of shape anymore. But thank you. <laughs> you are a triathlete, and you are an Ironman. Okay, so let me ask you: so, What role does so nutrition, nutrition play in this? Yeah, mm-hmm. nutrition was everything. I, you know, I was very. Um, what's the word? Conscious. Well, conscious, but also very, uh, I, I, you know, I just totally ate up the sport and subscribed to Triathlete Magazine and really followed the pros. And, and it was really cool because, you know, uh, amateurs could do a lot of races that pros were in and you actually got to be passed by your your idols and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And it was really cool. And uh, it, was just a, it was a very kind of a grassroots thing. Uh, it's a little bit more of a business now. But um, so, you know, I would eat you know, eat, drink and sleep triathlon. And I would read what, you know, they were doing and how they were training, what they were eating. And, and so, you know, a lot of them obviously really ate very, very, very healthy. And so I just kind of, I just, I just did that. It was like, it wasn't even, (laughs) it's more of an effort now, but it was not that much of an effort back then. I I think I went to get my cholesterol checked once at a checkup and he said it was like, I don't know, 107 or something. He said it was the lowest one he ever ever. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what it is now, but I, you know, I still eat very, very healthy, but I learned that I just had so much more energy mm-hmm. putting good fuel into my body. And, and so I was, I feel blessed to have learned that at an early age. And well, I, I think you, you know, when you touched on the water part too, well, people, you know, they just don't think about the water being essential. It's like, so like if we think of ourselves as a plant, right? And we don't give that plant enough water, it wilts. Now, if we have that plant in bad soil, which would be our food, right? Like we're, we get our nutrients from food, plants get it from the soil. If we are eating bad food, just like a plant being in bad soil, it's not going to thrive. Yes. Yes. I mean, I, I really went full bore. I I didn't even have cake on my birthday. (laughs) I love it. That's what I'm talking about. You're you're amazing. Well, I we have, yeah, we have vegan right cake on our purchase. Yeah, yeah. Not I great. Just, I mean, I really, I don't know, just just um, just really went for it, and you know, um, I don't know, remember what my body percentage was, but it, you know, I I, I it just it felt so amazing to to just to be able to run on all cylinders, you know, and I, I'll never get that feeling again. And I don't think hardly anybody, ever, you know, really do. So I feel blessed to have kind of tapped into it for a little while. Um, but, but having those lessons from back then has helped me now, you know, just to gain an awareness of how foods will make me feel. I can tell you before I even eat something that how it's going to make me feel. And I don't even want to mm-hmm. go there. If that makes sense. That's so, right. No, I, I get that completely. It's kept, I, yeah. It's kept me eating really healthy, um, ever since. And, you know, a lot of things I just won't do because I know how it's going to make me feel. And I don't want to feel logy or tired or, you know, I have no energy. Now that I believe also has to, there's a component to that of self-respect too. You respect your body and you, uh, you honor it by what you choose to put in it. I think a lot of the food choices that people are making, even though they know, like, like you said, you know how something's going to make you feel. A lot of times people look at things, they know it's going to make them feel bad, but they would so much rather satisfy that immediate um, pleasure high they get for that food and sacrifice their body after that. So, you know, once they get the pleasure receptors triggered, you know, they'll deal with the pain after 
they just, it comes down to respecting yourself and respecting your body and giving it what it needs and not giving it what you know is just satisfying your taste buds and your uh, cravings at the time. Um, well, absolutely. And, you know, there's a lot of reasons we could really go into a million reasons why people do that, too. I mean, I, right. a lot of it just comes down to filling those voids and maybe not really loving and accepting ourselves as much as, you know, we 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 should. And I've had to work on that myself a lot. But oh, we all do. Yeah, we all do. You know, so it's just another one of those void fillers. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Well, how can people find you? Tell me how they can because um, I, I would like to include um, a link if I could to your books and things with this podcast, but I, um, how can they find you if they want to know more about you and want to live a more authentic, um, balanced life that, you know, taps into their creativity and gets them to be um, more the person who listens to their intuition and excels in life. How can we find you out there? Well, thanks for asking. My website is gbrianbenson.com, the letter G and then Brian with an I, benson.com. And there's lots of kind of fun stuff on there, a lot of that, just all kinds of different, you know, a bunch of information. And then they can um, find out about my brand new book, Habits for Success, um, via the link habitsforsuccessbook.com. And that will take them to Amazon. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm very grateful that I have a copy of that now. So thank you so much mm, for that. My pleasure. Um, and going forward, do you have any advice for people? Just give us a quick over, like just a, maybe a sentence or two that would just start the person who's listening to this today on the path for, um, for success. What, what's one thing they could do until they get to your book and uh, your website that can hold them over mm. and get them started on the right path? Well, I always like to just, whenever I'm asked this question, just, just try and let people know that they are enough, just the way that they are and who they are, what they have to work with. And I think the sooner that we can really embody that in ourselves, mm-hmm. the easier things get. And, you know, I always, I believe, you know, love yourself and everything else will fall into place. And, you know, and as I've worked on that myself and gained more self-awareness in that department, I've, I've found a tremendous weight lifted you know, that I've been carrying that, that doesn't need to be carried anymore. And, and so, you know, all these things in my book, Habits for Success, they're just a culmination, you know, the last 10 years of my life of really paying attention because I've always kind of like sat in my own little observer's role of, of watching my life and almost kind of documenting my own self-growth and self-awareness mm-hmm. process. And so, you know, they're all amazing, wonderful foundational builders, but, but I think they all lead and head to ultimately our greatest task while we're here as a spiritual being having a human experience is to learn how to really love and accept ourselves. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you so much, Brian. You're welcome. And anytime you would like to join me on this podcast, I would love to have you. You have so much to share. In the meantime, everybody, I'd like you to check out Brian's information. I'll have a link at the bottom of the podcast, and I would love you to check out his books. And until next time, stay happy, stay healthy. And according to Brian, and I believe what he says, try and stay balanced. Mm -hmm. Thank you for joining us today, Brian. Thanks, Jessica.